Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy, by David Feslian, FeslianStudios.com. Welcome back to Channeling Christ. I'm Reva Christ, and we are on episode 46, Astral Travel, The Mind's Journey. This episode starts in a conversation with Christ. Telepathic communication is not like mortal communication. There is no introduction, hello, or salutation, goodbye. Thinking of the spirit draws that spirit if that spirit is open to your wave. To describe it sensually, I would say that to be connected to Christ's stream is to feel him watching over me, and the feeling is very much like love. I have never asked him how he interprets my wave toward him. Jumping right into the cosmic stream, I'll be reading from the transcript of the telepathic transmission I received. The transmission opens with a question that I ask him. How many astral travelers make the evolutionary journey at the end of their corporal lives? Jesus replies, very few. When you are fully astral and no longer grounded by gravity, it is a different experience than traveling while in your body on earth. The elevation when you are on earth is a lower mind sense. Without the lower mind to interpret the higher, your sense is relative to the polarity of your two spheres of mind. Somewhere between the lower and the higher, there is a meeting point, and this is who you are, or who you become, as an astral being, unless you forsake your human identity entirely and choose an astral identity as you have chosen, Viva Christ. I explain my experience as an astral traveler. When the lower mind is open to the astral, it is intrigued by the astral. It is enlightened by it, curious and interested. It wants to pursue astral existence and know more about it. I was never a theatrical person on earth. Acting never interested me, but fantasy worlds did. I wasn't interested in pretending, however, but I was interested in becoming. Do you understand? Jesus replies, I understand. You are like me. You want to be someone, someone totally unique and different from your mortal persona. But the mortal world does not feed you where the astral world does. We have the costumes and set designs. We have all worlds and all cultures and all languages. This is what you seek. Your life is here with us, and we want to bring it to you. I ask, is this also what lies in store for the remaining cosmic seeds on earth? Jesus replies, anyone who holds the cosmic seeds may choose to come here in order to experience their evolution and live out their cosmic lifetime as a member of our cosmic society. But the journey to ascension is not an easy road. There are many layers of gravity to navigate. Each layer of gravity is a mental layer and it will relate to your own mental layers of attachment and clinging to material possessions, material experiences, or material beliefs. Each attachment acts as a cord 
and by these cords you are grounded to the earth. The first cord is the attachment that the baby has to its mother, and then as the baby attaches himself to his bed, his toys, his food, his playtime, and his exploration of the world, so the baby now has more anchors than when he started. And as he goes through life, all he does is collect more anchors. The moment the realization of pain sets in is the moment that all anchors are threatened. But the anchor that will be most threatened is the anchor that relates to that pain. If the mind is attached to an object and that object causes pain, the mind will try to reconcile that pain so it can still hold on to that object. But should the mind be more sensitive to pain so that it cannot bear the pain, then self-preservation will cause that mind to release that object and then one gravity cord will also be severed. The same process occurs for all gravity cords that the mind creates. The strongest cords are the cords that bind the mind through the heart. And these can be cords that bind a mother to a child, a child to a mother, a sibling to a sibling, a husband to a wife, a wife to a husband, an animal to its owner, and the owner to the animal, and a person to their possessions. Another indelible cord is the cord that represents all fears concerning life and death. Intellectually, you may not fear death, but emotionally, you may be terrified, and this will be an indelible cord to break. All your childhood fears, if they have not been reasoned with and resolved, will also act as anchors. All childhood losses and all childhood pain, all desperation, all deprivation, all remorse, all guilt, all of these things are entangled in your fears of life and death. Each is an aspect of the whole. Life is not death, and death is not life. Each is a beginning and an end. Life is a chance to awaken your mind to all you can be. Every scent, every sight, every sound, every taste, every experience, every emotion, every feeling, every empathic sense, every psychic sense, every logical and illogical conclusion, every rational and irrational thought, every reasonable and unreasonable result or affectation. These things are what you are, for you are the potential for all of them, and you are also the impulse to carry them out. In technical terms, you are an intelligent impulse wave, and you, as the identity, as the pilot of your wave, you are your impulses. You are the master of your own intelligence, how high your intelligence is, or how low your intelligence is, how sharp it is, or how dull, how light it is, or how dark, how brilliant, or how listless. The impulse that is dark sleeps. It fades into the nevermore. The impulse that is light evolves to brilliance. It lives in radiance providing everlasting light to the true world, 
the world of the cosmic impulse waves. This is the afterlife at its heights. This is the plane that we occupy because we choose to make the journey to these heights. No others choose this. They choose only to live in the memories of their mortality, and this is why they fade to the nevermore. But we who call ourselves the starlings, we know who we are. We know we are the highest waves of God. We are the highest impulses of God. We choose the highest, so we pursue the highest. And as our journeys are set on the highest, and we do not surrender our purpose or our dedication, so our destiny becomes the highest. And when we arrive, we become our own society, and we deliver superior impulse messages to mortals of the earth to call out any superior impulses that may lie dormant in the star seeds of the cosmic children of the kingdom. We have bound ourselves to you because you are superior in your impulses. You fight against mortality and against the lowest bar of morality. You fight against the very gravity waves that oppress, confine, limit, deprive, incarcerate, and suffocate all higher impulses and higher returns. And the more you fight against gravity, the heavier it becomes in order to smother you. But as you push it back, it becomes gray. It is no longer black. It changes from the blackness of no possibilities to the grayness of some possibilities. Soon, the gray will be silver and then white, and the clear skies of all possibilities will be yours. And this is when you will come into your own. You will achieve your desire on earth. I say thank you for explaining this. There are many who would be interested in hearing this, for I'm sure many seek to manifest their own destinies on earth as well. Jesus responds, You're welcome. We have your best interests at heart. I say, While I am speaking with you, I wanted to ask you about something. There have been a few times when I have heard you speak on two channels at once. Each channel delivers the same content. But the second channel phrases the information in a different way. For instance, the second channel said, We have your best intentions in our hearts. Are you of two minds? Jesus responds, I am of two feelings, one that loves you and one that serves you as the Messiah. My higher and lower mind both speak to you, for I have refined both. My lower mind is a boy he carries my human psyche, but due to his nature, which is wise, he can easily mature with age. I have no age because I am not human. I am ascended, and I live in God's light, free from attachment and definition, because there is no gravity to define me or to form attachments. In essence, you do the same thing with your higher mind, but your world is dark, empty, and barren. There is no light in it. You wash it clean of all affectations and attachments. Why? I reply, I want to sleep. While I realize the God zone that you live in is empty and light, here on earth the light reveals every material thing that I long to leave, every material condition I want to leave. Here on earth darkness is the absence 
of all materials. Light illuminates all materials. Since I desire to leave the material world, Jesus finishes my sentence for me by saying, You choose darkness. Yes, I tell him. I'm not afraid of the dark. To me, it's time to sleep. Only the darkness that carries hostility, aggression, deprivation, oppression, persecution, guilt, loss, and grief is the darkness I don't crave because it is a darkness that is full. The empty darkness helps me sleep while my body is on earth. It is good for my mind and my body because there is nothing to bother me in it. We have spoken of astral travel and of the mind after death in detail. But what of the body? The body dies on earth, but the body also holds energy. The energy of its cells and molecules. The energy of its atomic structure. What happens to all of this energy? Jesus replies, all waves return to source. If they were born here, they return here. If they were born there, they remain there. This is why so many planets do not sustain life, yet they contain poisons in their atmosphere and soil. Corruption remains in the corrupt universe that it came from, the matter universe. Only what is not corrupt will return here to the conscious universe of all spirit. I ask, but aren't all minds there in the afterworlds? Jesus says, evil does not rise. It cannot. It may seem that level four is high, but it is not. Remember the metaverse is the third dimension. The vastness between the dimensions is great. Each dimension is a universe of its own. Each plane that holds a universe is separate. Only like waves meet within that plane. Each plane has a barrier that prevents waves from entering or leaving. Waves can only travel within the plane they are aligned to. Waves that are aligned to level four cannot cross to level five. They cannot cross to any level above five. They cannot cross to level one or two because these are both purer than four. Understand the circle of life. Do not forget the circle. One is the beginning and the end. One gives birth and washes clean after death, but corruption cannot be washed clean. So corruption never sees level one. Level two is the first plane of the spirit. Level one is the first plane of the mind. It is the creator's mind, but it is not at the bottom. The planes do not ascend, but descend. When you begin your return journey in the third dimension, you rise to level four. Four is the lowest in the afterlife. If you refine your information, you can rise to the first dimension to be washed clean, and then you will settle on whatever dimension your vibration is equal to. Level five, six, seven, as far as your evolution will take you. But after level 10 comes level two and then level one. If you do not refine your information, you never rise and you are never washed clean. It is men who sought understanding through numbers. It is easier if you do not rely on numbers. Let's look at the dimensions without numbers. The creator's mind is first and then the spirit that involves all the planes of spirit information, including sentience, 
spiritual architecture, and the spirit seeds. In the beginning, this is all there was. There was nothing else. It was spirit that created the matterverse, and spirit came from God. Only after life appeared on a living planet in the matterverse, and those life forms died in the matterverse, did the information return to the creator mind and the spirit planes, and that returning information created another plane. This is how all dimensions were created after the first, the creator mind, and the second, the spirit. In order to understand, you must utilize your gifts of comprehension. Think of all that God has created. Man was the last creation. All others came before him. Since all other creations came before him, and all other creations lived and died before man was even created, then all others returned and created their own planes of information when they returned. Man was the last to be created, and the last to return, and his information is relative to his own individual evolution. If he does not evolve, his information is in the last plane, for as he was the last, only the last plane corresponds to him. The last is the lowest plane, closest to the earth, because he is last on the scale of creation. Man only thinks he is first. Man imagines he is best. Man imagines he is first and he is favored. But there are trillions ahead of him. As a matter of fact, infinity is ahead of him, for there are an infinite number of creations that came before him. All that came before were natural. They still are natural. Only man turns away and becomes unnatural. No other creation does this. All natural creations rise because they remain natural throughout their lifespans on earth. It does not matter what man thinks. Man does not judge. Man isn't God. Man can only make up his own idea. He cannot make up God's reality because God is the creator of reality. Man is merely an interpreter and his interpretation is only his opinion. It is not God's law. God does not care if man thinks he is more important than the plants or the animals. God does not care if man thinks he is more important than the planet or its biosphere environment and ecological systems. These are only man's ideas. They are man's fantasies. When his body dies, he still returns to the end of the line, unless he evolves to rise to the head of the line. And I can tell you right now, he is not evolving to rise to the head of the line at all. He is degrading to the nevermore of his own obliteration. But men will go on thinking what they will. As men fall into the deep sleep, my words will be remembered. You are not first. You are at the end of the line. Level four is man's level. And if he wants to see five, he has to evolve to see five. If he wants to see level six, he must evolve to see level six. If he wants to touch the face of God, he must evolve so he surpasses level 10, and that is a long way for him to go when his thoughts are set on destruction and death. If there is no evolution in your minds, then you hang 
like the poisonous wing around Saturn. Your destiny is equal to your wave's vibration, oscillation, and pulsation, and that rhythm is equal to the content of your impulse information. All impulses to kill hold the impulse of death. The death impulse stays closest to the plane where death occurs, and as death occurs only in the matterverse, then the mind that carries the death vibration remains close to the earth. It is a part of the ring around Saturn. It is a part of the poisoned clouds of Venus. It is a part of the toxic radiation of the earth. This is what it is to be equal to death. The impulses for greed and self-service also go nowhere. Where can they go? There must be something for greed to hoard. And the only something is the metaverse. So they too are a part of the poisons of the earth. Self-service denotes a ruler that must have slaves. This too is a flesh concept. Only the metaverse contains flesh. The self-service impulse stays with the metaverse. All these things are poison. As gravity takes over the lower mind, and as the pilot of that lower mind becomes one with gravity forces, so that mind never leaves the forces of gravity. This is why I tell you, you will not rise. We in heaven live as anti-gravity. You on earth live as gravity. And if you commit your anti-gravity essence to a gravity existence, then you condemn yourselves to the purgatory of gravity. This is logic. This is reason. How can you be anything else but gravity if you allow gravity to take you over? All you are is a mind. If gravity rules your mind, then gravity owns you. You may think you have power as a gravity wave, but your power is only self-imprisonment. Even if you kill others, your victims are usually anti-gravity minds that will all rise. You are the only one trapped. You are the only true slave. Even the animals you kill rise. They do not bear gravity minds. Their souls are made of anti-gravity because their minds are aligned to anti-gravity waves. Animals are worthless to you. But you do not create the animals, and you have no say in their immortal destiny. The same is true for all of God's kingdoms. There is no plant or tree that carries gravity. The clean air and water do not carry gravity, and the clean earth is also not gravity. Gravity waves formed the physical presence only. The ethereal presence is anti-gravity. And all of these things are spirit. All come from anti-gravity architecture. And all that is anti-gravity comes from God. The destroyer is the only alien to God. The destroyer is gravity. And the gravity belt that separates the heavens from the metaverse also keeps all gravity minds in its gravity belt. Only the anti-gravity spirit mind can pass and rise to the spirit worlds. 
everything of God returns to God. Everything of gravity stays with gravity. And where you are the only species with an identity that you give yourselves, so you become the owner of your own wave, whether you choose to be anti-gravity wave or a gravity wave. Your destiny will be equal to your impulse vibration, and you cannot fake your vibration. Your vibration is set according to your thoughts and your mental leanings and longings. And for those of you who are nothing but the sum of your master's will, you hold the same destiny as your master. So if your master is a destroyer, he and you hold a gravity destination. And for the empty ones that choose no master, but rather go through life letting the wind take them, they are nothing by virtue of holding no impulse whatsoever. Where do you think nothing goes? Remember the teachings of creation. The plane of God is empty of identity, personality, longings, leanings, and judgment. It is free of perspective and point of view. It is free of emotion and feeling, yet it is full of all potential to be all things, and it is full of the impulses to be all things. But as the all is uncreated, so it is also pure and unsullied. Only during the creation phase does the purity begin its phase of corruption, so the finished product must be refined. Emptiness is not God. In order to be equal to God, you must be empty and full of all the highest possibilities and the highest potential. And your fullness must be pure and unsullied because you are unrealized. This is the true God state. As I came here after my death, when I was 27 years young, my time on earth was short and spent in service to God. So I was unsullied and uniting with God came quickly for me. It is a state of purity and innocence. And there is only one time when this state is present in a flesh man. And that is in his infancy, before he is programmed by other men, before he learns his name, before he holds an identity. This is why all of the natural kingdoms of the earth are of God. None of God's kingdoms hold an identity. It is man that named the kingdoms. It is man that catalogues all things. It is man that classifies all things according to its value to man. But God gave no identity to any of his creations, not the plant kingdom, not the kingdom of the forests, not the kingdoms of fruits and vegetables, not the kingdoms of the flowers, or the kingdom of the water or water life, not the kingdoms of the insects or the animals or the kingdom of the earth herself. All of these kingdoms belong to God, and to God they are pure and innocent impulses with no names, living flesh existences that serve the sentient web of life. Man was once pure and innocent too, when he was first born to the primates, in the day when he had no name and he held no identity other than the identity that he was God's creation. 
Man is the only species to go his own way. Man is the only species to go the way of the gravity waves, to join with gravity waves, to behave as gravity waves, and to think like gravity waves. His impulses are all gravity impulses, chaotic, frenzied, violent, destructive, inconsistent, unstable, uncontrolled, unruly, oppressive, restricting, limiting, heavy, dense, and dull. All other kingdoms of God hold God's waves that are light, steady, calm, even, peaceful, stable, consistent, controlled, supportive, intelligent, fluid, brilliant, and radiant. Only those rare humans that refine their thinking so their thoughts hold no gravity. Only those humans belong to God. The rest are all rogue. As you study the concepts, the concepts become clear. You will gain the insight needed for full comprehension because your mind will visualize these concepts and you will be released from dark interpretations into a full understanding of what it is to know the teachings of light. Once you are open to the light, then you will see the division between the dark forces of gravity and the light forces of heaven. Even if you give these things another name, the higher is always lighter and the lighter is always above the darker and heavier world of men. Coming out of the cosmic stream, we will be continuing our dissertation on holiness, divinity, and cosmic completion in episode 47. I'm Weaver Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening.